Welcome to the Happy to Be Me podcast. I'm your host, Barbara Stacy. Come on a journey with me to find out what it means to be happy to be you. Well, hello, everyone. I've got about 10 podcasts under my belt, and I decided that what I really wanted to do was to offer a little extra episode every week for those of you who share my faith. I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and my faith informs everything that I do, including my coaching. So I thought I would offer a little extra on Fridays, and I'm going to call it Faith-Filled Fridays. I love to share my faith. Those of you who don't like faith, don't like organized religion, don't like this sort of thing, just don't listen in. It's okay. I won't be offended. And those of you who do, let me know. I'd love to have you give me a shout out, rate the podcast, share it if you find it useful. The first thing that I want to talk about is it's all bread. It's all bread. There's a lot of things in the Bible that reference bread. There's bread that comes down from heaven when the Israelites are wandering for 40 years in the wilderness, and they call it manna. There's bread in the temple, the showbread, that David eats when he's very hungry. There's different, there's bread that Elijah is fed, and there's Elisha going to the widow of Zarephath and asking her to bake him a cake with the meal and the oil that she has. There's other, all kinds of references to bread. Bread is the staff of life. Man doesn't live by bread alone. There's all of those references to bread. And I love the idea of God providing bread and all of the symbolism around bread. Bread is a common symbol in even in today's world. We break bread together. I know that there's a lot of people that shun bread because of gluten or because of carbs or whatever, but there's something about bread that especially fresh baked bread that we all just love to smell at the very least if we don't eat it. Every single week I bake bread and I usually bake two loaves of real sourdough bread from my own starter, one for us and one to give away. I love giving away bread because it's a treasure to so many people, especially because it's sourdough and it's delicious. Bread is like providing. It's, it's just the basic meal for so many and has been for centuries and millennia. Not just in the Bible, but in other stories. Breadcrumbs, people follow breadcrumbs. There's all kinds of symbolism surrounding bread. So when I was thinking about It's All Bread, in Matthew 7, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus asks, this is from the King James Version, 
Or what man is there of you, whom if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? I think that's fascinating. I cross-referenced it with Isaiah 30 that says, And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet shall not thy teachers be removed into a corner any more, but thine eyes shall see thy teachers, and thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it, and when ye turn to the right hand, and when ye turn to the left. The Lord may or may not give us the bread of adversity. It just comes as part of being life, as part of life. But I think it's interesting that if we have a child who asks for bread, we wouldn't give them a rock to chew on. Or if they asked for fish, we would not give them a snake. There's a another passage where Satan comes to Jesus and he says, turn these stones into bread. And Jesus says, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. I think it's very interesting that God does turn stones into bread. That's what he does. And I submit that the trials that we face in this world, we see as stones. But he turns them into bread. He turns them into things that nourish us. Everything that we experience in this world can teach us. Everything. It can become nourishing bread. Even when we feel like they're stumbling blocks, those stones can be bread because God turns stones to bread. He does it in his own time, and he doesn't do it according to what we want or what we think is the right timing necessarily. But he does it no matter what. He turns our stones into bread. Everything we get is bread. It's bread. It's all bread. Like I said, I don't think he necessarily gives us the trials. They just come as part of being in this world. I don't think that God gives people cancer. I think cancer is part of being in the world. I don't think that God gives people other trials or whatever. I don't think that he's, okay, I'm going to smite this person or I'm going to smite that person. It's just a part of living in the world. It's a part of the strengthening experiences that we all get to have while living in the world. We all have what we consider stones but he doesn't see them as stones. He sees them as bread. We can start to see stones as bread by changing our thought patterns. That doesn't mean that you look at everything and go, oh, I'm so happy for this. You still need to feel the feelings that come along with the, whatever trial you're experiencing. You can see it as a stone and it can feel heavy and hard and difficult. 
That's what it's supposed to feel like. Because when you experience those deep emotions, you can also experience the emotions, the deep emotions that come when you are nourished with the bread that that stone becomes. It may take some time. I have had experiences in my life that have touched me very deeply with with great sorrow and heaviness. And as I have worked through those emotions, I have noticed that it really is nourishing my soul, connecting me more with the people around me, being more aware of their sorrows and their deep understanding and their trials and their heaviness. I can see it better because I've been there myself. Maybe not exactly the same trial, but I can see their pain and I can reach out and I can offer bread for their stones because I felt how it can change. There is a great myth that I've pondered, the myth of Sisyphus. You may have heard of, the, of Sisyphus. They say that there are, it's a Sisyphean task. In Greek mythology, Sisyphus was punished because he cheated death twice. He got out of going to Hades twice got out of going to the the underworld twice. So he was punished by the gods and he was in the underworld for eternity, pushing a boulder up a hill. And just as he would get it to the top of the hill, it would roll back down and he would have to push it up again the next day. So it represents futility, the futility of different tasks of, and there are a lot of things that, that appear that way to us, that it's just, like Sisyphus rolling the stone up the hill. But I had a new perspective on that when I read a book by one of my former students, Travis Stevenson, called Exploring Edges. I'll put that in the show notes where you can get Exploring Edges. But he talked about Sisyphus pushing that stone up the hill, and he said, instead of thinking, oh, it's futile, oh, I'll never get it up the hill, Maybe what Sisyphus could have thought was, ha, I did it again. I pushed you up the hill again. I beat you again. Every day, he was able to push that stone up the hill. See, one more day, and I got got you again. I still have the power to push you up the hill. And maybe that's some way that you can turn your stones into bread by looking at it as a challenge and an experience rather than as a deep and abiding trial. When we start to think of things differently, we can connect better with our Father in Heaven and with His Son, Jesus Christ. We can see how Jesus will turn stones, our stones, into bread. He will turn our sorrows into joy. He will turn our mourning into rejoicing. 
I think he lets us experience the stones for a while, the heaviness, so that we can understand the heights of the rejoicing. So remember, when you start thinking that it's all stones, remember, to him, it's all bread. I'll talk to you next week. Well, there you have it. If something piqued your interest, feel free to join me at happytobemecoaching.com. That's happy, the number two, the letter B, M-E, coaching.com. I'll see you next time.